another episode of Liquor and Lyrics, or L and L, as the cool kids call it. As if the cool kids listen to this. Yes, this is the weekly show that takes a look back at some of those beloved songs that you never thought there was anything wrong with. All we do really is just have a look at them and ruin those songs forever for you. Can't say fairer than that. With me, Nick, and joining us as ever, as startling a sight as Marvin Gaye's stepdad in a dimly lit doorway, it's Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, hello. Um, uh, how, how are you? Wonderful. Another week. Another week's gone by. Another week's come in. Great, isn't it? Another, yeah, another week's gone he said, by. He said, he said brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> we sound convincing. <laughs> well, we, we've had, we've launched our uh, video versions, video mini, mini, uh, mini, still 20 minutes, but it depends on how long this episode is, is how long the video one will be, so the, the right yeah. orbital it's, it's one mini an hour, so... To the main episode. Yeah, it, it was an hour. The main one, not putting a limit on it. Like, like I like how TV doesn't do that now. When you watch streaming, that some episodes of some series might be an hour, and the next one will be twenty minutes. Just don't pad the story out. Just do what what you need to do in each episode. And it's you fun. don't have to That's get the little do. the little black and white thing that they used to have in the corner of the screen when the adverts are coming. Remember that? I, I I was talking about that just the other day. I said to my girlfriend, it's I was gone like, very Peter Kay, that... hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, when they used to have that black and white little box, she was like, what do you mean? I was like, remember before the ads, and she went, oh yeah. And that was it. It was like a Carl and Suzanne <laughs> no, no, conversation. No, that, was, that was the end of it. <laughs> no, that, was <laughs> it. that was the end of the conversation. There was, was no yeah. follow-up. Yeah, we, we launched that and that. So yeah, that one was 20 minutes long because the episode was an hour. Some of the episodes of our episodes have been 40 minutes. So that they'll probably be like 10 minutes, those videos. So there you go. Just the highlights, just the good shit. We've, but we're very different to this, I would I would say. It's more visual gags, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I reckon you could watch, listen to this and still enjoy that, I think. Because well, it would so. be so, such, a different, such a different experience. Although if people just prefer that, then, you know, we'll just do that. We're here to do whatever you want us to do, within reason. And that's what the bio on our OnlyFans will be. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know one, at least one of our listeners is a, a lorry driver, so be careful what you say about... I'll do whatever you I've, want. I've done all the lorry fellas. driver jokes on my other podcast. It's fine. <laughs> okay, that's I've, good. I've completed it. <laughs> well, well, tonight, though, it's a special night because we have our first listener request for a song um, from October. So we're really on top of the, uh, the really listener Really on top of our correspondence. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, this was from Jake Gant. You love it, you Gant. The, ga- the Gantmeister. <laughs> <laughs> Ganty. Ganty! Uh, right. uh, the Ganterbury Tales, Chaucer. Ooh, Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Uh, I don't want to use Bantus Rex. Nice. Oh, I, I just did, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's all right because we'll just pretend it was the the dinosaur that you were referencing. I guess. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I just hate that. You know, let's do that dance. Let's have dance. It's become, it's taken by people and changed into something really irritating, hasn't it? That's the problem. With it. We had a uh, we had a guest on my uh, on my football podcast the other week, and as he was introducing himself, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I just love the matches. I love the banter." And at that point, my finger was hovering over the uh, "kick guest out" button. <laughs> was it, <laughs> was it like, was it like Doctor Evil? Doctor Evil's uh, button where they <laughs> the chair flies back Very and they go down so. into the. <laughs> your old podcast serious head injury by the time this goes yes out. by now it is my old podcast yeah. my former podcast yeah, yeah. The, the podcast that launched me to a, a the phoenix mediocre level of fame has died but a new one will rise out of its ashes. rise rise, rise. yeah gant shall we shall we pull gant shall we pull down his gants and see what song he requested escape the pina colada song which obviously last week we spanned the wheel which was just a lie really because 
It didn't come from the wheel, but we forgot. Wheels, um, you could say wheels within wheels. <laughs> wheels within wheels, revealing that there might not actually be a wheel next to me here. <laughs> the video podcast didn't feature it, so I thought people people get suspicious. Like, what? He doesn't wheel a, like a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love even leave if... it in the background or anything, just to. Hey, look! More listeners we get from your guys' referrals, more money comes in. I can have a sexy assistant that brings out the the wheel. We can get there. It'll be all very John Leslie. It's all going so well. All going so well until you mentioned John Wesley. Uh, yeah, so Escape the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. He said, it's, that would be a great episode. Perhaps a bit obvious, and I was an idiot, but I can't believe I never knew what it was about. The verses are insane. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn-out recording of a favorite song. She lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read I don't think you were an idiot because it's not the kind of song where you probably thought about it, really. That's probably all that happened You can't have a pop star called Rupert, can you? And and we don't. <laughs> and he wasn't, so it's fine. Sorted that out. So yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, before we get into all that, should we have a chat about the the drinks? Of this one. Yes, I think we should, shouldn't we? Alcohol. This is probably the first week where I really truly struggle to match a drink to the song. Like, I've, normally it's like, you know, you have that bit of inspiration or a bit of Googling, but there was just nothing that sprang to mind for this one. So um, what I thought I'd utilize is my girlfriend got me for Christmas, in honor of this podcast, she got me these bottles of cocktails which have nothing in them except uh, kind of ingredients and fruits and things. And you put the you pour the, the alcohol, the vodka, say, into it. And you let it ferment in the fridge for three days and all the ingredients soak into it. So I've got that topped up with some extra orange juice and I've got a little sex on the beach, fermented vodka. But because we were going to record this last week and we didn't, it's been fermenting for a week. So it's extra boozy, I fear. We'll find out if you'll pass that out by the end of this. (laughs) We're recording two tonight, so... That's I, I can't. I like the idea of you being like a mad scientist and you just go around and open your fridge and there's just booze fermenting. Yeah, I thought you were going to reference the many, many dead bodies that are in there, but you went for the booze. Nah, so I thought, okay, I thought okay. I'd leave it. Nah, I, th- nah. I don't think we'll mention the dead bodies at all. Good yeah, job you probably didn't. Probably not. Not publicly. No, no. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, decide, I decided this week I was going to make an effort to make my uh, drink match up to the song for, for the first time. I thought, yeah, I won't, I won't just drink what I fancy. I'll make a drink match up to the song. Turns out, couldn't think of one. So, mm. with that first time mind, you put effort in as well. I, this is what happens that'll teach me but um with with that in mind i've got i've gone for an old uh little pub staple i've gone for your your vodka lime and lemonade just uh i'll I'll sort you through it for the people who need to know just fancy cocktail don't use measures a couple of cubes of ice lime lemonade lovely very nice yeah Mm, very nice never use slight vodka so we both failed to match it it's you tried as well. It's what I always tell my children: never try anything. So, don't, don't worry, everyone. I don't have kids. You're all panicking now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that maniac has children. <laughs> do you want some? Uh, do you want some information on this? Uh, on this song, Nick. Information. 
Escape, the Pina Colada song, is a track written and performed by British-American singer-songwriter Rupert Holmes, taken from his fifth studio album, Partners in Crime, from 1979. As the lead single for the album, the pop song was recommended by Billboard for radio broadcasters on September 29th, 1979. My birthday? Not that. Yeah, obviously. Look at me. <laughs> then added to prominent US radio playlists during October, November. Rising in popularity, the song peaked at the end of December to become the final US number one song of the 1970s. Oh, God, what a way to go out with the 70s, eh? God. What an year the 70s was in the USA, music wise. Yeah. This was what wrapped it up. Yeah. It's like the song matched the fashion of that era, wrapped up and never to be seen again. <laughs> The song shot up through the US charts, becoming the country's last number one Billboard Billboard Hot 100 of 1979, as we said. And Escape was knocked out of the top spot, but returned to number one during the second week of 1980. So it was only out for a week of the 80s, and then it was back, having been displaced for a week by Casey and the Sunshine Bands, Please Don't Go. It was the first oh, pop song God. to ascend. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first, that was the What's first number one of the eighties. The last number one of the seventies was Pina Colada, and the first, the first number one of the eighties was Casey and the Sunshine Band. Please don't go. Um, it was oh, not was no good omen, was it? Really? <laughs> it was the first pop song to ascend to number one on the Billboard Pop Chart in two different decades. So there you go. The song was the US's eleventh best-selling single of nineteen eighty. Fun fact: Holmes said in twenty nineteen that he still doesn't drink Pina Coladas. So, wow! I wonder how often he get, get asked that in interviews. I wonder. I bet every interview, and he's furious. <laughs> it's like it's like that thing of like if you ever had to if you ever had to interview like Neil Armstrong, how many questions do you think you'd ask before you brought up the moon? I don't think I'd get any questions done before mm. I was like, "So the moon, tell me all about it." I'd say, "What you was Buzz Aldrin you? like?" Seems a bit like a maniac. To be fair, you can't blame Buzz Aldrin for being a maniac, though. Given that he had someone chasing him around for twenty years, claiming the moon landing, yeah, that matter. would be irritating. When you when it you did one, of, when you did one of like the most amazing things in human history, and someone keeps going, that didn't happen. Yeah, I probably would irritate you. Yeah, it's a bit. It'll be. It's a bit like when um, you know somebody will comment on uh, a podcast or something saying that wasn't a very good episode. It's exactly like that. Irritating. Yeah, and luckily they don't. Oh, it's fine. You don't, you don't <laughs> no, have to not lose for it. us. I'm just, yeah. you know, for, I always worry for others. That's all. You know me. I worry about others. <laughs> First lyrics of this one I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long, like a worn out recording of a favorite song. Not a happy relationship, then, is it really? No, I mean, in terms of <laughs> metaphors for an unhappy relationship, I think that's right. <laughs> a worn right, out right up there. Although that would imply that it was at one point uh, a really good relationship if it, was, if it was your favorite song that was worn out. Have you ever had a favorite yes. song that you've worn out to the point where you don't like it anymore? O- only in the sense of the old days having a cassette and the cassette mm. would wear out. Same as so, when you had like yeah. porn video. When you had like, if you had like a video when you were a kid of a film and there was like a sexy bit in the film and the tape would always get worn out at the point of the sexy bit because you'd be rewinding it. So I'm told. Yeah. What so do you think tossed. would be a worse metaphor for a, for a, like so so he's gone for the metaphor of um like a worn out recording of a favorite song is that like 
like the juice um, that seeps out of the bottom of the bin bag when you're taking it out to the bins. I, 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 what um, else were built there? Like, like the cum seeping out of my favourite wank sock. <laughs> Very much similar to yours, but just taking it a step further. <laughs> Several yeah. steps. Yeah, and a hole in it, you know. That's the last thing you want, a hole in you. No one ever gets the holy socks out of the drawer for a wank, do they? I mean, I don't get the socks out full stop. I don't understand why people have never understood that. I would never do that. First of all, what do you do with no. the sock? You don't bin it. You put it in the wash, do you? And your mum washes it. I don't understand what... Yeah, <laughs> what the... essentially, that's, that's the... Uh... I remember when I was, um, I was at a family party, when I, I must have been, like, late teens... And my my cousin was around thirteen, fourteen, and all all the all the parents and my aunties were all drunk. And one of the aunties said to the cousin's mum, "She's like, oh, wait until you wait until you're finding socks under his bed." And it was just the most mortifying moment ever. <laughs> Even I I was just there, like, "Oh, this is awkward." Oh god! Uh, I thought that story was going to win very differently. Actually, to be honest with you, I'll tell you. <laughs> Never know when you talk. Right. It does feel like a bad omen if he's put a shelf life on it. Like it's not it's not a good thing if you assume every relationship has a shelf life. Feels like he's kind of like we've been together too too long. Too long implies there there would have been a good time to get out where it could have ended well, doesn't it? He didn't say we've been together. It's too long, which means that there was an opportune time where it was just like long. Well, we've been together long enough. Let's get out of this now before it gets too long. He's so... missed the ideal dumping point. But you shouldn't really go into a relationship assuming that there's going to be one. I... The only shelf life you should assume on a serious relationship is death, surely. If you're serious, even even maybe maybe not even then though. I don't. I, I don't, if I get with someone, <laughs> oh I don't. I, I, I don't I... go the oh well when when one of us dies this will all be over. Mind normally well when she realizes what I'm like this will be over. That's 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 my approach <laughs> normally. Oh, I thought you were going to say. I was saying I just assume that I'm never going to die. Now I've always got this. I've got this. They're going to invent something before I. Where I will and, go off to and die. you think of everyone in the world, you'll be the one to try it. No, no, no. Just that they'll invent something that we'll all have. Like um, they'll figure out how to upload my consciousness to a robot, and I can live forever before I die. I don't want that. I'd, I'd hate that. Oh, I'd like it. I think. Especially what if, if I could be like young and robot. Robot, and the robot just malfunctions straight away. Imagine that. That'd be that'd be a downer. Like, like being disabled. That's basically what you just described like, there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if we get to disabled robots, then that's when we know that it's all gone too far. No, well, I assume they'd just give me a new model if that happened. Probably. <laughs> so, next lyric. So, while she lay there sleeping, I read a, the paper oh. in bed. And in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. Imagine trying to sleep and hearing the ruffle of a newspaper constantly. What an annoying cunt. Imagine you're in bed Sunday morning, you lay there, and you can just hear him going, next to you, and going, because there's no way to read a newspaper quietly, is there? That's no, not possible no. to read a You can't go. Probably one of, the, one of the best things about the advent of technology, that you can read it online now. At least it's gonna, she's going to have a better night's sleep. Uh, probably, yeah. Although it'd be very quick shelf life before we switch from that digital article to porn. I think yeah. I have a, I have a theory that there's only so long that a man can be in bed awake. There's a time when you get out of bed, or there's a time when you masturbate before you get out of bed, and there's a cutoff point. Yes. There's always a cutoff point. If you go, I'm awake, but I'm not going to get immediately out of bed. I'm going to lie here for ten minutes. Only ten minutes. All of a sudden, something's happening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're awake, go and read it somewhere else. Then why do you have to stay in bed making loads of noise next to her? 
Go and sit in the den, as the Americans call it. Yeah, you don't like her anyway. Just go sit on the couch. Why do you want to be next to her? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let her sleep. Why is she in, in every uh... relationship I've been where where it's been clearly dying and no one wants to confront that fact head on. You um, can just say every not in of... every you just say every relationship you've been in. You don't have to say in every relationship where like yes. there's a difference. Like there's some, there's somewhere that didn't happen. You have to clarify. Yes. We, yeah. yeah it's fine. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks just for being honest. Just saving you time, really. With the... <laughs> Um, time. But but normally one person's gone to bed before another, usually. Uh, fact, yeah, even we when are... I've been happy in a relationship, one person's gone to bed before the other. Oh yeah, I hate this assumption that people make that you have to go to bed together. Like I can't think now. Nah. Yeah. We usually my girlfriend goes to bed and, and so that she can fall asleep without because falling asleep next to someone else is even harder, I find. But yeah. like she goes to sleep, she watches TV, I stay up for a couple of hours, do some stuff. Do some text work me. or whatever, and then uh, text you. I go to bed once she's asleep, at like one in the morning, two in the morning, or something. Easy done. Yeah. Oh, well, also, why are you looking in the personal columns report when you're in a relationship? Scumbag. Absolute scumbag. I have, I have never downloaded like Tinder and Bumble, like while well, I've still been in a relationship. Normally, it's normally within 10 minutes no. that I'm on there. No, I go for the ones that, that she's not going to be on as well, like um, Grinder or something, you know. He's getting matches in a minute, but yeah, why are you looking in there? Don't even look right next to her as well. At least right, if someone's at, le- at least if it was a bloke like having I mean, you go and like lock the toilet door and run a tap and pretend you have something like you know, run the shower. Like what a while having a look or something. <laughs> something was white on the Walls when don't even look, yeah, right next to her as well. I don't like him, I think he's just gone by because he's put the shelf life on this. Although, actually, as we learn later, maybe she has as well, but more on that. <laughs> but yeah, first comes. And then, if you like peanut coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, I'll just get through this chunk and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. If you like making love at midnight, I know, yeah. If you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Very specific. As far as personal ads go, this for several reasons is one that I don't think I'd be interested in. And I'm not sure why he is either. Yeah, way too specific. So already I'm worried about like this. This is why, you know, some people even this is why you're single. You're a bit too. Well, I've been fussy in my time before now, but this is a bit too fussy. Like, for start, <laughs> for start, if you like pina coladas, is an odd thing to say. Like, using alcohol as a want. very specific interest to get a partner <laughs> only works in, like, certain contexts. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, pina coladas, uh, maybe it's some kind of analogy for having fun. I don't agree with that. I think it's nonsense, but whatever. But imagine if it was, like, a bloke and he put, like, if you like drinking Stella's, and and walking in the rain, reach out to me. Women are going, what a freak. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Wait, it's the whole it doesn't getting... work with any other drink, does it? The whole thing of liking getting caught in the rain. I mean, if you're actively yeah. trying to get caught in the rain, I'd argue that you're not caught in the rain. You're just in the rain. Why is That's that good? Caught. Again, if it's like, if you like drinking... Frosty, frosty, frosty Jack Cider on park benches and falling asleep in the rain. <laughs> Contact me, and I do. <laughs> and they don't. Yeah, what? Why is getting caught in the rain seen as some, some laissez-faire, carefree? I'm a fun person thing. It's 
it's it's it's my experience. It's not it's not a nice. Uh, people they do it in films as well when it's raining and they run out and they go, oh, look how fun I am I'm in the rain. It's like what? As as someone yeah. whose immune system is shot to shit since he's had COVID, getting caught in the rain is probably my worst nightmare. That's a surefire way for me to be out of action for a week. Only if you're in American films as well. Like maybe if you're in a hot climate, like I love a bit of rain on holiday. You know when it's like sweltering oh, on holiday, yeah. it rains and that's nice. But you would never see that from somebody from Manchester or someone waiting at a taxi rank near Stockport Farm Foods with four kids, would you? They wouldn't be going, oh, I just love getting caught in the rain, carrying all these bags with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full of No, it's fucking horrid. <laughs> You'd be crying. Crying because your husband couldn't even be asked picking you up. Um, oh, also on this, if you're not into yoga, I do understand that, I guess. That's one of the pit where I'd, I'd click with her. I go, you don't want some boring yoga twat, do you? That's the last thing that's you want. Yoga is one of them things where it's not just like, oh, do you like yoga? Yeah, it's all right. That's not an option. People who like yoga really it's like It's a lifestyle. Yoga. They're always into meditating as well, and they always pretend that like doing meditating is just as the same as, oh, it's just like doing mushrooms like when you get in the right zone. It's not, is it? I've tried meditating. Maybe I don't believe anybody can get into this zen-like state with meditating. You just think you are. You sat in your living room. You're not going. I don't want to be alone tripping. with my thoughts. <laughs> Let alone meditating to the point where they might take over. Yeah, who yeah, knows? I'll do everything to avoid that. Wake up with a dead prostitute screaming on the floor. <laughs> you blood in your hands, going ah! You don't want to just not swim again. back into that vision, do you? <laughs> but yeah, you I mean, it's the equivalent of I do agree with them there because when I was on dating apps, and it, my, the thing that I'd always immediately swipe past was when they'd say the picture would be them at the top of some. Um, uh mountain or some kind of um yeah like like a big hillside or something on a clearly on a sunday morning with like cloudy and they're in the hiking gear and it'll say at the top love hiking on on weekend mornings and i'm like nope 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 why to add to that it's also a bugbear of mine why did they call it hiking it's just walking it's just walking with an incline why does it have to be oh i love hiking oh i like walking oh well it's completely different I missed 20 years ago when hiking was just a euphemism for like getting your knob out and and yeah, yeah. Just sucking you off in the, in a bush or something. Yeah, swingers, swingers. Yeah, yeah. good I euphemism for swingers hikers. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a shame, really. But yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I hate all that. I mean, good luck to them if you find someone that likes it. Good on you. But no, puts me right off. So this person, that's the one thing she does have with the yoga. But then she goes, "If you have half a brain, is a bit of an off-putting thing to say on a wanted ad, isn't it?" It makes you seem like a condescending, snobby arsehole, doesn't it, really? Like, if you really have half really a brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's not picky. I'll give him that. I, th- I thought no, he she, she sounds abhorrent. And I suppose what comes from this is that he's abhorrent. And the person who this is is abhorrent. And even though he thinks the partner he's with now is abhorrent, maybe they're meant to be together. But let's find out. But the next one is I'm happy to make love at midnight. Again, very specific. Is that supposed to be another really cool thing, like to have sex specifically at midnight? Like, why that precise I mean, it, time? Why can't I be make love at eight? Make love at any time. That's that's cool. Having sex at any time is pretty cool. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll happily do it at midnight, but not in sand dunes, Dan. Have people not no, learned? You're gonna get it in areas everywhere. you don't want it. You're gonna get yeah. it in everywhere. I think it's the phrase. <laughs> yeah, and but it's it's a time. It's just a time thing for me. I don't. I don't really like sex in the morning that much. I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like I want to brush my teeth before. I'm not like, yeah. Okay, that's, that's morning. Nice I don't want morning breath. 
I don't want mine. Okay, no, I thought they, I want the other person to brush their teeth as well. If you would, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using this to hint. But <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a bit. I don't know. It's not about the morning. I mean, you know, I will. I've piled through many a time, but I'm just you know saying if I if I was writing a wanted ad, it, it wouldn't say I want to have sex at nine a.m. <laughs> no, but I mean specifically at midnight as well. Do you, do you reckon? Do you reckon she's had fellas who've like tried it on and she's been like, whoa, nope, nope. Eleven eleven fifty two. I think have to wait for eight minutes. It's another annoying thing that this person has done to make to they think that this is really like a this makes you an exciting fun person. Like if you like pina coladas and dancing in the rain and staying up late and having sex and that you must be really cool. Like, but I mean, it, you know, if you've got work the next day, just have sex at ten pm. It yeah. isn't going to be better, is it? It's a good time. It's a good time. Sex, the sex isn't an issue in your marriage because of the time. It's an issue because you don't want to have sex with each other anymore. That that tends to be the. It's like when you hear they always say like, um, "Oh, older blokes, uh, old blokes, you know, you lose your sex drive as you get older." And it's like, well, that's funny because yeah, the blokes that have been with their wives for thirty years and never want to sleep with them, uh, they meet a twenty-five year old and leave the wife, and suddenly the sex drive back. I don't. I wonder what that isn't it. Yeah, that's weird. This was scientifically that isn't it. <laughs> but what is the dunes on the cape? Is that what that means? Like the the sand the, yeah, the sand dunes on the what's the cape? The like the, it's like the, coast, the coast, isn't it? It's all. It's like they have like Cape Cod and all that, don't they, in America? Ah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, no sex, especially not at midnight. The the bloody um tide will come in and take you out. Yeah, well, maybe that's what they deserve. Well, I would definitely. <clears throat> so, <laughs> is she specifically looking like for it. someone married then? Because I don't want to slut shame her, but I think in this case it's completely warranted because she says, "Then I'm the love that you've looked for. Right to me an escape. If you're looking to escape, it implies that you." In a trap thing, so she's specifically yeah. looking for someone married her, which a bit sluggy. Up until then, I was I was thinking, well, you know, I don't I don't agree with the parameters that she's set, but fair play to her, like she's putting herself out there. But then to stipulate come and escape, like oh, oh, someone wants a married man. I don't believe that you mean that, Nick. I think that you're much likely, if I know you, to sleep with a woman who is looking for married men or is married herself, then you are to sleep with a woman who likes yoga. I thought you were going to say to sleep with a woman who <laughs> likes you. Oh, <laughs> like, not yoga, who likes pina coladas. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's got to be one eventually. I wouldn't assume that much. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah the women who don't like me. Then this next bit, even worse. I didn't think about my lady. Doesn't sound like you having a while, to be honest. Maybe if you were more of an no. attensive husband, things wouldn't have gone this way. If you weren't, instead, like instead of problem. lying in bed, rustling a newspaper and reading the personal ads, touching your cock, then maybe touched her and touched, you, got your cock to touch her. <laughs> then, you know, got your cock to touch her, got your cock, used your cock to touch her. Touched her with your cock. You have to get your cock to do it, do you? It's not a separate, like, you have to convince it. Excuse me. Go on. <laughs> I don't want this it sounds like you would, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he says, I know that sounds kind of mean. Accepts it, though. Fair play. Bit of uh, self-awareness there. I'll give him that. But only kind of mean. Not not like... Yeah. I know, I know that sounds like bag. a proper cunt's trick. He's, gone and, he's, he's just gone to sounds kind of mean. In a way, this is worse, because let's say now... I'm not saying this is any better. I'm just saying, let's say now somebody... Uh, he's in a bad relationship and they get drunk and they download Tinder and they message a few people and then when they sober up they go oh. he's taking the time sober 
to write a letter to a newspaper and ask them to print it. There's so many steps there where you could have gone, oh, this is wrong, I'm married. <laughs> like, like he's really gone through it here. He's had to buy a stamp. At no point between dear sir or madam to putting it in the post box as he like comes to his senses. Thought, like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, this is horrible. I should really try and work things out well, wife. Or or break leave your wife before you do the personal ad. At least have the decency to end the relationship before you go and do the personal yeah. ad. God, imagine if she she was up to this as well. That'd be mental. But he says, But me and my old lady. I hate that term for the wife. It's so old, old fashioned, lady. like old lady. Yeah. It's the why worst would it be an old lady? Derogatory terms. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to refer the worst of all the ladies, perhaps? Or the old ladies? Not, not to be mean. Not to be mean. But you know, generally, <laughs> if if I was if I wanted my wife at my age now to be like any lady, it wouldn't be an old lady. No, no, that'd be last on no. the list. Only in sexual maturity, perhaps. Although most old, <laughs> most old ladies have been with some pisshead bloke that they married when they were 20, 50 years, so they probably don't know really what they're up to anyway. Did they say? And look at the old lady, the, the sweet old lady in Titanic. You know, she's just thinking about some some hobo who absolutely rammed her like so many <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah, and she let him die. So you know, yeah, she she let him die and probably married some rich dude. So really, she was just a classist, wasn't yeah. she? Really, she was like she had a fun. If, if, if DiCaprio had said in that film, he's like, oh, marry me. She'd be like, whoa. Whoa. This, this, I was just <laughs> going to open a can of worms. Just a holiday <laughs> thing, really. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean what, isn't it? Uh, a holiday. Is that the best case scenario or the worst case scenario for a holiday romance? Like everyone that witnessed it and the person that you had it with dies so that no one can ever call you out on it. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Works well for her. <laughs> no one can go. Do you remember when you shagged that... Uh... That fucking Trump when you <laughs> now no one can say that to her. Uh, mind you, she did she put it in a film. I feel bad now for saying old ladies are the worst of all the ladies, but you know well, that one is. We've proved it right. <laughs> yeah, this one, yeah. but yeah, old-fashioned. I just prefer I prefer a modern term for a woman. That's all I prefer. Like my one and only cum bucket, something nice and modern. Something that you put on a card. Range of cards didn't sell well in Clinton's. Clintons. On the wrong website, range. <laughs> uh, next line had fallen into the same old dull routine. Yep, the old That's, routine. That, that old routine of him coming home and expecting his food to be on the table, mm. otherwise she gets a, a back of the hand. You know that, yeah. that, that dull that dull routine. That dull routine yeah. where she's got a plan ahead to go out with her friends or anything like that. You know. Yeah, newspaper in bed, rustling away, of course. Uh, a silent breakfast, a quiet mid-afternoon walk with a silent light lunch, a silent dinner, then clean up, watch the latest Netflix drama, and then a soulless rut before passing out into the temporary bliss of your subconscious. Or the Greg Wallace, as I like to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Topical. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Originally, that joke was just me pretending that I experienced it, but then Greg Wallace stepped in, and I thought, "Oh, that works." Yeah, Greg <laughs> Wallace stepped in and was just really, really terrible. <laughs> oh, bless him! I bet he didn't mean it mean. like that, did he? I bet he didn't mean it like that. To be fair, if I didn't say, "Okay, no. I'd spend less than ninety minutes with it a day," I'd spend zero minutes oh. with it a day because it wouldn't be around. I'd be somewhere else. <laughs> 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 He's doing more than I would. <laughs> I love, I love it from that though. Not about the ninety minutes, ninety minutes with his, with his disabled child, and then two hours playing a game on his computer. <laughs> Got to de-stress when you're a 
chef? Is he a chef? What is he? No, he's chef. Chef. no, he's not. Is he? He's a host, he's isn't a gr- he? He's a host of a he's chef. A green program. grocer. Oh yeah. What qualified him to host Master Chef? Being a green grocer. So next line, I wrote to the paper, took out a personal ad, and though I'm nobody's poet, I thought it wasn't half bad. Nobody's okay, so now he's writing writer. back. Now he's writing back. So before it was just him spitballing to himself under his breath next yeah. to his wife. Next to his yeah. wife in bed. So Your she was dog. asleep and he was going, I don't, I don't think about my lady. No, that's kind of mean. But it's me, and, it's me and my old lady. I'd fallen into the same old door routine. She goes, what? He goes, nothing. Go back to sleep. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Why are you getting out a pad and pen? No reason. Put your earplugs in. <laughs> awful man. Just awful. And that's coming yeah. from us. Yes, I like pina coladas. This is the reply. And getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I am into champagne. I've got to meet... She said, she asked, in the original message. I think he's making the assumption like I would that if people that tend to be into yoga tend to be twats with food as well. I mean, what, I could really what? just have yoga, veganism, meditation, get rid of them. <laughs> but what if what if that assumption is incorrect <laughs> and she reads the message, she goes, Oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, I like a bit of quinoa. Oh well, no. that that is true, yeah. I mean, these two sound like they're gonna be dead of gout by the time they're 70. If all they're doing is drinking pina coladas, <laughs> drinking home. champagne, no health food. <laughs> but yes, I like pina coladas getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. Yeah, you're right, you could be playing with fire though. And I am into champagne. I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon. Desperate. <laughs> I mean, how does he know when this is going to get published in the newspaper? Because is he just going to turn uh, up at noon every day? Right. Let me finish this because yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Let's get into it because I've no. We'll finish it and and cut through all this red tape at a bar called O'Malley's where we'll plan our escape. But I'm glad you brought that up because does he mean tomorrow? So he says tomorrow noon. Does he mean tomorrow by the time she's reading it because he's going to immediately send it? Or I don't know. He's going to ring up the. He's going. He's got this personal ad on the paper tomorrow. He's going. We've only got half an hour. Do we go to printing press? And he's going. Ah. And they get there. And the editor's running, going. We got to get this in the away. paper before tomorrow. And the editor would just go. No, you just have to wait a day, mate. He's not going to go. All right. Well, all right. Stop the presses. <laughs> right. We've got. We've got. We've got, we've got to get this in by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you... It goes. I can't. What do you mean? We got. We got to get it in and start all this again. We haven't got the time. He grabs him by the lapels and goes, "Duke, <laughs> if you could live with yourself, if one person from a person that doesn't meet their match by tomorrow, then you go home." <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? I just don't understand. Is it, is it, so is it by the time she's reading it, or is, is he assuming she has to assume that there's been a day in between that? What if she's busy <laughs> and don't get a chance to read the paper? It's like, and in addition, <laughs> in addition to that. Well, well she's writing a personal like... ad, mate. I don't think you have to worry about that. To be quite honest, all this with. talk of liking the finer <laughs> things in life, like champagne and pina coladas, a bar called O'Malley's does not seem <laughs> like the place to go for those things. Also, O'Malley's is a very common bar name. So, you might want—I mean, in a state of America, there's got to be more than one O'Malley's. So, you might want to be specific on the address. Unless this, this is has a local to be a very paper, local paper, yes, which yes. is even worse that you're playing with fire and putting a description of yourself in. in the his wife's ads. friend. But it's, it's, it got, yeah, it could be his wife. Imagine that. That would be ridiculous. We're getting um, into a babushka territory here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd be more specific on the address and the time. I'd say being O'Malley's on. Um, 34th Street. 
34th Street by on 12th at 12 noon on the 8th of July. And oh, pick a date when rain's forecast, and you can really impress her who's using his noggin. He's so desperate to come that he can't think like that, though, can he? Well, if he was being really savvy, how I'd do is if it was me, I'd pick a date when when I know the a day when I know the bar's shut and I know it's going to rain, and then we both get there and we get caught in the rain. But I go, oh, 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 you see, I like you're laughing at weather. <laughs> get your knickers off. I'd have an anxiety attack if someone wasn't that specific. If I thought, if I read it and I thought this was someone matching with me and they said I'd have to go every day until they were there, like I'd, I'd have to go that day at noon just in case, the next day at noon, the day after that, probably give it a week before I gave up. You didn't say wear like a red rose no, or something? No, a white carnation. I a pina like colada at the bar and stand there going, Whoop, or something, you know. I went on a date the other week and I, I, I originally I thought I was meant to be meeting her at the train station. She early. Texted me, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll meet, I'll meet you in the pub. I don't like the meet in a bar because also then you feel a bit on show. Like if you don't like the look of them when you see them, and there's loads of people in there, it's like, oh god. But you well, meet at the train problem, station. <laughs> Plan our escape. Just we, Plan our committed escape. now. Creepy and sinister. Yeah. Straight away, never matter, never matter. Yeah. Well, he likes so... the same four things she does, so that means it's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even really like them that much. I bet he'd never thought about pina coladas before that because he's he's tried to insert things that he, he sneakily put like I don't really like pina coladas, but if I say I like him, and then I also say that I like champagne, it gets my drink yeah. in there as well. Yeah, or if I, I like I, I don't mind yoga, but I don't like health food, so we'll get that in there really. I, I'm, I'm also uh, I'm also not into kicking puppies. Oh really? What are the chances <laughs> of that? <laughs> Sounds like they would be, to be honest. This this this, this These pair. types. Yeah, if anyone's going to be yeah. But here we go, chunk, last chunk. Wonder what the twist in the tale is going to be. If there is one, you don't really get twists in songs, do you? That'd be, you wouldn't have that, would you? Uh, so I waited with high hopes and she walked in the place. Mm. I knew her smile in an instant. I knew the curve of her face. Ooh. How? It, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she works for him or something. It was my own lovely lady and she said, oh, it's you. Then we laughed for a moment and I said, I never knew. So it's his wife. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and we all, and, and the, the crowd cheered. I mean, there's two ways of looking at that, right? One, a funny story to tell at parties, perhaps. Two, two people that are so unhappy together that they're willing to cheat and not only cheat, but put ads in a newspaper to do so. A newspaper she know he reads, by the way, he's always fucking rustling next to her in the bed. And she didn't give two shits that she was putting it in the same paper. This isn't a nice story. This isn't like they both go. I mean, if it was you, right, and you, you know what this is the modern equivalent of? If if you go, if you if you unhappy, you unhappy with your girlfriend, and I, if I was with my girlfriend, we're unhappy, and I download Tinder and I'm looking, and she comes up on Tinder, and I know we both go on Tinder, so you either delete it and don't say anything, or you because it's selfish or destruction, or you confront the situation. You don't go. Imagine we're turning up at a party. It's your birthday. We go to Tabasco. So we're there. We go, oh, we got a hilarious story, by the way. <laughs> we both fancied a shag <laughs> off someone else. We both fancied a shag. Both download Tinder. We match with each other. Can you believe it? <laughs> we rekindled it after that. You wouldn't rekindle it after that. <laughs> no, to be, to be serious recriminations. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the story ends on the note that they laugh it off and they go, oh, let's work on our relationship. I do love you, really. I don't believe that would happen. In the real world. And at no point when when he's when he's read the original message in the personal ads, at no point has he read that and gone, "This sounds like my wife." 
Because <laughs> you don't fucking know well enough. Pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> he hates <Yeah>. yoga. <laughs> I don't think he knew her well enough to be honest. He didn't take the time. That's the problem here. Didn't take the time to know her. She didn't take the time to know him. I felt sorry for her at the start of the song. Now she's just as horrid. They deserve each other. <laughs> they do deserve each other. Maybe it's good they're stuck together so they don't inflict this fucking awful personalities on anyone else. Hate them. Do you reckon he, he, when, when she mentions like wanting to do it in the sand dunes at the beach and stuff like that, do you reckon there's a point where he's like, well, how do you know you like that? Because you've never done that with me. I, I was your first. What, what's been going on? And then, then it all comes out that she's been cheating all along. Yeah. These are probably the two people I've disliked. The characters I've disliked the most in the 16 episodes or 15 episodes, 16, that even, we've done so far. Even, even Ed Sheeran and his... Chinese stealing about the Chinese abusive relationship, whatever the fuck was going on there. They were annoying, but I think this is it's the fact that this ends on a positive note that I don't like. <laughs> like this is this is cool, yeah. this is funny. It's just one of those funny things where you go you tell the grandkids going <laughs> like it's not it's not a meat cute, it's a divorce fucking cute. That's what it's not you know what I mean? It's not this isn't a nice a happy end to it. Imagine the film, imagine a like a Disney like fucking rom com or somewhere and you I mean, you wouldn't even get to the levels of the song, but then at the end, it turns out they were both cheating and they stay together. <sighs> I feel like this was a these lyrics came from someone who wrote a rom com with a storyline, and every every film studio turned it down, going, "No, that, that's a horrible story. We're not making that." And then eventually, terrible, terrible people. <laughs> but Richard Home, Rupert Home, went, "Hang on, I think I can do something with this." <laughs> <laughs> If you've enjoyed the show, then please like, rate, review and follow to help push us up the charts. Get in touch with us at any of the links in the episode description or email liquorandlyrics at gmail.com. The thing is, after this, I am I am genuinely going to go through the discography of Rupert Holmes and just see what else he's singing about. Take long. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. I hope not. I'll, I'll listen to the whole of Partners in Crime from 1979. Partners in Crime as well. Probably what I would call the two people from this song. So I can only imagine the rest of that. Perhaps the rest of that album is sequels about this couple and further tales and their horrible exploits. Oh, maybe it's a concept album. <laughs> what about this couple? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you think it ends with this song or it starts ever. with this song? Or it's in the middle? How many songs do you reckon he plays in a live set before he gets to this song? You know when he's playing playing the Catalina wine mixer or whatever <laughs> gigs he's doing? I reckon... I reckon much like was it was it Top Loader or whatever that you went to see. I reckon much like that he he opened with this song and then he ended with this song as well. And on I the end of it, he did a he did a great. dizzy rascal, a dizzy rascal style bonkers ten minute version of it as well at the end. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever do another Rupert Holmes song. Probably not. But yeah, that, that, no. <laughs> unless his biggest fan Jake Gant. Request another one. Just every week, Jake Gant emailing. <laughs> oh, you daft Gant. Shall we spin the spin the wheel and see what next week's song is, Nick? Let's do it. Spin the wheel of mayhem. Next week's track is Work It by Missy Elliott. Not uh, I think it, looking forward to it. I think it's a fun song. 
No, I'm not. I'm not going to look forward to the week of having to listen to it again and again. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's it. That's it. Missy Elliott, work it. We look forward to it and come watch the video episodes of this on YouTube at Liquor and Lyrics. Liquor and yeah. not not the ampersand. It's at Liquor and Lyrics. But I'll be I'll put it about on socials as well, and it'll be on our link tree, won't it? So. Best place for it, I say. Best place for it. Right. This has been episode sixteen, in which we have torn. Up. I say, did we tear? Did we? Tear? I think. I think we tore, tore it apart, didn't we? I think it's fair to say. Yeah, and it deserved it. I mean, some songs you could say, listen to ours and go, they're a bit harsh on that song, you know. But I think in this case, it deserves it. Not I the message. Holmes will, will think again before, think twice before he cashes in his next royalty check, won't he? Well, Rupert, the Rootmeister. Rupert Holmes. Inspector Holmes. <laughs> right, we will be back next Pina week. Colada, my dear Watson. Bye, right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. I think she liked getting caught in the rain. <laughs> right, going <on>. Bye. <laughs>